think Orioles takes forever. Yeah. Oh, we're, there we go. Here we go. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. You really adopted the dark. I was born in it. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Bazinga. Two in the box. Ready to go. You need fast. Baby slow. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. And we're live and we're recording. Welcome to the Mount Geekmore podcast, your favorite podcast where you come to watch or listen. People uh, talk, debate, and argue over their uh, favorite, their top four, their Mount Rushmore, if you will, other favorite pop culture subjects. Today's pop culture subject, as you can tell by looking at your listening device or watching us on Facebook or YouTube, is our Mount Rushmore or Mount Geekmore of the Ca- of Leonardo DiCaprio movies. Uh, in celebration of, of his most recent birthday, we thought this would be a good time to talk about uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, film career. I am Larry Science. With me, as usual, is Daniel DeBona. What up, y'all? And we have uh, David Uyoa. Howdy. And we have uh, back a uh, second time, a uh, great guest last time, Alex Murray. Hello. From the <laughs> Missing Sock Network, correct? Yeah. All right. Yeah, right I do on, podcasts man. and shit. Yeah, <laughs> he does D and D's, and he does all that shit. He does like he's like full fledged. He's he's in it, man. He's in I, it. I think that you are right. You aren't full fledged podcaster unless you do broadcast role playing games. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was meaning more like full fledged geek, but I was like, yeah, yeah, that too, man. Let's go with that. <laughs> uh, all right, so we're talking about uh, Leonardo DiCaprio movies. Uh, we're talking about our favorite Leonardo DiCaprio movies this time around. Uh, how did you guys come up with your selections, uh, Alex? How did you come up with your with your list? Oh, man. Well, I got to tell you, you told me uh, Leo, and I was like, hell yeah. I've seen lots of Leonardo DiCaprio movies. Friends, I have not. I have not seen seen any of the big ones. I was going through this. To be honest with you, four was a stretch. I was going through this motherfucker's IMDb. I have seen six movies with Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) Your list is made. I've seen six. It's just organization. And I was like, I do not want to talk about Gilbert Grape. And so I went with with the four that I've seen him in that I liked. Uh, Three of my four I've seen more than once. And then I went with one that I was like, yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, we're, uh, I am, I am the bottle of the DiCaprio barrel over here. (laughs) Uh, Dave, how did you come up with your selection? Uh, so similar to what I've done in the past when we've done an actor's mountain, I, I went with his performance in the film instead of the film itself, even though these are all fantastic movies. Uh, but, but for one in particular, uh, I think like he's he's a really standout uh, performance in there uh, in in a movie that is uh, not as good as his performances, uh, and and that might be on mine. Uh, so so yeah, so we'll you know we'll see, but it's it's based on his performance in the movie and not the the film as a whole. Okay, the bona. 
Uh, for the most part, I'm I'm on the same wavelength with Dave. Uh, kind of had the exact opposite problem of Alex at first. I was like, oh yeah, this this will be easy, right? And I list off like five movies, good to go. Then I jump on IMDb and I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I had so, that same issue. <laughs> uh, um, but I, for the most part, three of my picks are ones where uh, they are. It's definitely his performance in a stellar movie. Uh, one of them is one where his performance is is all right, but the movie is just so. Uh, um, incredible that uh, it had to make my list. Um, and then there's, there's, there was one huge one where I talked myself out of it by saying like, eh, it's not Leonardo DiCaprio's movie. That being said, when one of y'all mentions it, I'll be more than happy to talk about it. Oh yeah. We'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I went with uh dreaminess, like how the level of dreaminess that he was in the movie, like where was his level of dreaminess? Is oh, where like Romeo uh, and Juliet or beaches. 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 the beach. The yeah. beach. Sorry. <laughs> beaches I do that every time. See, I do it every love fucking time. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So the, um, no, I I did uh, I I did movies that I uh, I got to be honest with you. I, every one of movies that I've seen of his, and there's maybe two of his that I haven't seen, as far as two major ones, I guess. That I haven't seen, but every movie that I've seen of his is really I enjoy I, I enjoy his performance tremendously. I don't think I've ever seen him do bad in a in a film. Uh, and but I will say that I've see, only seen him act six times, Debona. Like, <laughs> <every time. laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, but I um. Uh, so with that said, I will say that there are some films that are more rewatchable than others. So that's how I was able to easily cut like this list took me all of three minutes because I was like, yeah, he was great in that. And the movie may have been great, but I'm not fucking rewatching that. This isn't like, you know, what I mean, some of those movies are not there. I just don't want to sit there and watch it and get depressed all over again. Um, so uh, that that's that's kind of what what I did for my list. There's only so many um, times you can watch a man. Get raped by a bear. I mean, make not really. I haven't found that number yet. I haven't found that number. I uh, <laughs> I said there were only so many times. We don't. Yeah, have yeah, I, I haven't found is. that number yet. Still working on where um, the ceiling for that one is. Yeah, yeah. I still. I, I haven't watched the Revenant yet, but that other thing you were talking about, I've seen that quite a bit. Um, <laughs> that's, okay. that's actually my Pornhub filter. Is a lot of bear raping going on. Uh, <laughs> is weird. Yeah. From yeah. lesbian vampires to this. Yeah. <laughs> they started it. They were like, hey, would you like to see a father and a stepdaughter? And I was like, why the? F oh, okay. I mean, yeah, that's it. I mean, uh, I guess I guess you guys know me better than I do. Um, <laughs> if anybody like does, it's your porn of Alfred. <laughs> right. yeah. Would you our like to selves, see? Our truest selves can be boiled down to our Pornhub algorithm. <laughs> yeah, it's very weird. It's like, would you like to see a bear rape a human? And you're like, why the? F Oh, okay. I mean, uh, I you're mean, suggesting you know. it. <laughs> I mean, could you follow that, that rifle? Rifle wasn't slowly. So I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Reminds me of that old Ron White bit where you know this unattractive old lady comes to you and says, "You want to see my titties?" No, you can pull them out for me if you want. <laughs> <laughs> all right, roll them back up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, man. Let's go ahead and get it started with our number fours. With the fourth pick. Four. Round four. I'm in no mood for your wife's crap. Let's get it on. All right, Alex, uh, hit me up with your number four, man. What do you number uh, four, you man? Uh, back before he was Romeo, even man. Uh, 
Leo was trying to kill his dad, Gene Hackman, with a gun. Uh, am I the only person that's seen The Quick and the Dead? Not a super duper honorable no, honorable mention. Um, I I love The Quick and the Dead, but so, but yeah, honorable mention. It's a good flick, man. It's like a weirdly good revenge, like uh, like western. I mean, I love quick draws, so it's essentially just like a like a fighting movie, right? Like when they try to make a Mortal Kombat, or when they try to make a like what's the weird movie where like. Ron Perlman is on top of a mountain with a scythe. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Anyway, the Quick and the Dead works like that, right? Uh, it's never Hellboy. I think your Netflix queue is weirder than my Pornhub. One. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. I'm Ron, definitely uh, gonna search for Ron Perlman with a scythe. Yeah, later when I get on Pornhub, though. Let me see that. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I uh, but he can act. Like I think I think we've said, man. Leo can really. Uh, he he chews scenery in that one. It's like a little, little kid. And this is before Baz Luhrmann and before he's like nominated for shit and before all of it. He's just like spinning a gun and kicking ass and fucking Sharon Stone and having a good time. And I was like, yeah, all right. So that's, that's Sharon Stone. Sharon, the story goes that Sharon Stone gave up her paid Leo out of her out of her own budget, out of her own contract because she really? wanted him. She wanted him in the movie and didn't have money for him in the movie, and she paid his his salary out of out of her own because she was the huge star. She had yeah. just come off yeah. basically, and she had come off. So uh, that's the story. I don't know how true or accurate it is, but that's the story I heard. I'm I'm glad so. to hear somebody else talk about it because I'm I'm pretty I was pretty sure that I might be the only one who actually enjoys the quick and the dead. I I know that you don't, Neri. I didn't know where you it on it dave but i know you 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 like good western so i thought the quick and the dead might be one you don't like. <laughs> I, see i i've actually never seen the quick and the dead and it came up when we did the uh the mount geek more of westerns uh i don't know maybe like two or three years ago and and this was one that we all prepared for for months <laughs> and uh when the quick and the dead came up the general consensus was this was not a good film so i have not rushed to yeah. go see this the uh a lazy movie yeah, it's not a like it's not a well constructed film, but it's fun as shit. There's a yes. whole lot of Gene Hackman scenery that. and like saying good lines and like and, and Leonardo DiCaprio like like if the rest of the movie were ah yeah I'm gonna do it him him in it is like Doc Holiday level cocky and good and fun like yeah and flipping like he got oh. real into the gunplay and spent a lot of time spinning spinning guns and shit like that's great. a bold statement. Don't believe that, David. Don't believe that. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't, but now I want to watch just the, re- to see the rest of it's not as good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will say I um here's the thing. So when I watched that movie, people were like, Oh, it's it's uh it's a um nod to the spaghetti western and it's a nod and it's like supposed to be cheesy no, and thing. It's supposed to be cheesy and so it has it has all the tropes of a of a western with the close with no, the close up in the eyes and uh, and all this shit there. And you go, okay, okay, okay. And then uh, 20 years later, they come up with a movie called The Heart of They Fall. And that movie did it correctly. Where you go, oh, it still has all the tropes, yet it's not cheesy. I, this is what it, there's, you know what I mean? Like, you can still give a, a tip of the hat, uh, no pun intended, to the Western without making it bad. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, man. I don't, I'm not a fan of the movie, but I'm not shooting anybody's pick. Everybody, you know. It's all good, man. Like, I like Iron Man 2, bro. So, I mean. I, I like Iron Man 2 as well. They're, I mean, it's same same sort of feeling for me. It's like a like a real hard three-star movie, right? I love a good, <laughs> I love a good, like, solid three out of five-star movie. We were like, yeah, that 
that okay cool that was I can, a movie i can yeah. i can let that go now and go on with my life well done leonardo well done I, um, sorry your dad shot you in the street i'm Bummer. taking stock again and what how i feel about iron man 2 now uh dave uh what is your number four it's not good uh my, my number four is the one where where i mentioned uh his performance i think is is much better than the film as a whole and it's the great gatsby Yes, I, that, um, is, that is one I eliminated because his performance is good, but the movie not good. Yeah, not I um, so I, I I do like the movie. It's not that I don't like the movie, um, but uh, me as um, as a as a, a lover of, of literature and, um, and a, a lover of old films, I would much rather watch the uh, the Great Gatsby from I think it was like 1936 Redford oh, or or the 1970s Robert Redford one. I think those um, I mean each one it, neither is perfect, but they all have their strengths. I think the Baz Luhrmann does a really good job of capturing the the glitz and the glamour of that era. But I think no one does as good a job as DiCaprio does as at getting to to the root of who Gatsby is. That like really tortured soul that uh, that we we read in that novel. I mean, there's so many facets to Gatsby, and Redford's a fantastic actor. I love Robert Redford, but there's something about DiCaprio's performance that I just like. I, I buy it. That that is Jay Gatsby. You got to be Rock. soft looking to be Jay Gatsby, and I think that's Redford's. Like Redford's, like too handsome almost. To, like, yeah, I, really I be think Jay I Gatsby. Think like be you've it. got that like boyishness, the naivete of the American dream. <laughs> as you stare at the green light, I've never yeah. seen the fucking movie. I've read the book a bunch of times though. So, yeah, and like Leo, Leo can do that. Remarkably accurate yeah. because that is what he does better. You're right. Soft yeah. is the right word. Soft is the right word. Like he's not a chiseled handsome. Like, no. uh, like Red, I think Redford did a good Gatsby, but the character did a great <laughs> Gatsby. <laughs> <laughs> so, professional um, comedian people. <laughs> <laughs> the the movie definitely has its faults. Like I can't get into the the contemporary music played in like you know period uh 1920s jazz i it sucks me right out of of the film but I'm all um jay-z jay-z in the jazz club man all day i have seen truth be told i'm good in it Truth be told, I have seen maybe 30 or 40 minutes of that movie. And as is true with other Baz uh, movies, it goes so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's so much happening. You're like, what the, the whole time, you're just kinda... going in like a yeah. movie. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so I I remember watching about 30 or 40, 30, maybe 30, 40 minutes. And I was I just turned it off. I was like, I, I'm getting a headache. This is too much. <laughs> yeah, that's too much. I, I, no, and that's that's kind of what it's like, you know. And and it's beautiful in its own way because his cinematography is oh, it's is, visually is, stunning. Is, uh, yeah, visually, I mean, he's he's uh, he's one of those filmmakers. He's a love him or hate him sort of guy, um, kind of like Wes Anderson, you know. Um, and and I I don't I don't love him. Um, I don't With love you. Baz Luhrmann's movies, but they are beautiful. I just don't enjoy watching them. But he right. gets great performances out of his actors. All right. 
Fair enough. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Uh, I haven't seen that movie, so I can't judge that pick at all whatsoever because I haven't. I've seen 30 minutes of it before. I, I couldn't. So, but it definitely was not DiCaprio's fault. I say that. No, no, no. Um, Stupid thing to try and make a movie out of is what it is. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the the border where you got beautiful prose. So um, yeah. uh, the the flip side of Dave's coin is my number four, which is a movie where DiCaprio's performance was not the powerhouse that necessarily carried the film, although the movie itself carried his name. I am going to stick with the Boz Lerman train. My number four is Romeo and Juliet. Mm. Um, and this is one <laughs> where I can mm. I can absolutely look at this movie and go, okay, this this was while he is Romeo and it's a Romeo and Juliet film, he is not even necessarily the greatest performance in that film. Nope. But Whoa, the no. movie, yeah, Mercutio, no. like yes, fucking, fucking show. Oh, dude, so, yeah, so does Tybalt. So does Tybalt. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah you know, Tybalt is another. Yeah, um, like was so good. Yeah. The, um, I you got to understand the bonus as good as Tybalt was. You got to understand the uh, as a Hispanic. David and I are like, we got one. We got, we got one. We got one. But that, that's our this, shit. Then Bob made him be a drunk French poet. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, this, this you movie is just, is, it's, 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 again, it's Boz Lerman. It's visually stunning. Um, It's so much fun to watch. I, I just, I remember when it came out, uh, just being enthralled with this idea of taking Shakespeare and sticking with so much of the original dialogue while making it modern. Um, he did, you know, he did exactly what he was supposed to do in that movie in being, you know, a, a 16 year old who falls in love and uh, over the course of 72 hours is willing to commit suicide. You know, like it, he, he pulled that off. Um, but this is the one pick on my mountain where it's really the movie as a whole that, that I look at and I'm just so enamored with uh, it's, it ends. It's a, it's a powerhouse cast and it's not really, it's, it's not a ton of people that were, that are still doing huge things or anything like that. But in those roles, everybody was so good. And to, to be the namesake of it and to to be the one who you know carried the carries carries on the movie's legacy i don't know how he looks back at doing it i would like to think it's fondly but it's it's so it's fun to watch um again it's boz lerman so it's it's beautiful to watch and he does exactly what he has to do to uh, to make this movie work. And so, like I said, this is the one where it's not necessarily some grand performance by Leonardo DiCaprio. But that that was one of the reasons I asked if we were just looking at roles or if I, you know, if I could view this as whole films, because as a whole film, I do think that Romeo and Juliet is incredible and he is the star of it. So was it Oscar nominated for him, wasn't it? Um, I honestly am not a hundred percent sure. It's so uh, weird what he's been nominated for and not nominated for. It's yeah. just like, yeah. yeah. I mean, he should yeah. be nominated for pretty much everything he does, but it's weird when he finally does win. You're like, that's what he won. Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll never sure. I'll never ever be able to uh to get over the fact that his first win was what it was with yeah. some of the other stuff that we're gonna talk about today. Yeah. But um anyway, like I said, it's just he 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 does he does a great job in it. Um everybody he plays off of everybody else well and he holds his own against um, the guy who plays Mercutio's name just suddenly escaped me. I know it's something French. And um, and John Leguizamo is Tybalt, who absolutely steal that movie. But he does his own to he do, he does his part to hold his own against them. And it's it's a great movie. It's an I've I, never, I, I never, still go back and watch this one. I've never heard him talk one way or the other about and pretty much 
I don't think he does that a lot about He's talking. a shark, man. He yeah. only moves forward. Yeah, he moves forward. That would be. <laughs> it's the thing yeah, about sharks. Seen... They don't have necks. I know that. I know. I know that he. I know that he's in the past. That he has said something about Titanic that he did not have fun filming Titanic. Um, all the time. Yeah, but I. Aside from that, I can't imagine him not having a good time in Romeo plus Juliet because he was in fucking Great Gatsby years later. Like, yeah, true you know enough. I mean? mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess it is Romeo plus Juliet for this particular one. But yeah, yeah. anyway, so that's my number four, uh, Romeo plus Juliet. Man, I, you know, you you and I are usually like pretty, you know, right there when it comes to picks, and um, I always hated this movie. <laughs> And I, I, I rewatched it again fairly recently, like just a couple months ago. Um, and I got to say, um, I only dislike it now. It's, okay, not, hey, it's, not, hey. it's not as bad as I remember it being. Well, but I, and- do think, I do think that with the exception of Perino and Leguizamo, the acting is fucking atrocious. In well, and movie. look, and I mean, in and 20 more years, he may just think it's bad. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and there's, I, I will be, I will be one of the first ones to admit this is, you know, I, I was 13 when this movie came out, and I had really just started to get into reading Shakespeare and and being about it, and and it was, and at the time that was like nothing I'd seen. I wasn't well versed in watching. A lot yeah, of Shakespeare. That, that was so, that was a so, really cool interpretation. Yeah, so there, so there, there is a lot of rose tinting to this pick. Hence, yeah, the but that's what it four. started to. This is my as somebody who was also. Also that age and a theater kid in high school and a theater major in college and went to England and studied Shakespeare. Yeah. Like a fucking full fledged nerd. <laughs> the like thing that it kicked off of people being like, <laughs> yeah, hip hop, Shakespeare, let's get guns and like, let's see like where we can. Yeah, dude, Shakespeare in a flash forward 15 years to me under a highway in Queens doing Shakespeare set in a punk club. And I was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> God damn it, Boz. This is your fucking I, fault. You know, I don't even think that that's the 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 greatest crime that's committed against Shakespeare here. Um, for me, it's that, uh, and this is something that you see often, particularly in like the theater scene, right? Like those, uh, like the the drama kids in high school and all that stuff. Um, is Shakespeare is very nuanced and oftentimes what actors fall into is that mistake of shouting all the lines at each other oh sure like like everyone's always at 11 and that's not shakespeare no Uh, it it is it is so nuanced i mean even even like changing uh... changing from thou to you is is like like such a subtle change in in how someone speaks to uh, to someone else it's like his his language is absolutely fucking beautiful and incredible um mostly also, dick jokes but yeah it's good but there's a lot of that too and that's also now i really want to see like uh hamlet but with sid and nancy um, after you're after you're talking about it was richard the third that we were doing uh, under a okay. fucking highway in a fake punk club yeah man it was ridiculous <laughs> i love the fact that uh alex's uh geek uh level of geekness is like a D cube there's so many sides to it there's, there's so like many. oh yeah yeah <laughs> you think he's gonna oh oh you think he's just into fucking uh uh, uh D&D? It. No, 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 my friend. it's shakespeare and shakespeare epic, epic in dungeons poetry. with yeah. dragons it's all the yeah. same shit it's all track <laughs> it's all fucking like i will fucking save the princess with a sword yeah, that tracks. That tracks. <laughs> um, all right. So Romeo plus Juliet. Uh, my number four uh, is uh, 
it, I'll go with, I'll, you know what, the way I'm deciding the order right now on the top is the, the movies I've seen the least amount of times. Um, so that's just just to find, find a way to do it. Is that my number four is J. Edgar. Uh, uh, I thought this movie was great. Uh, I was very late to watching this movie. I didn't see this movie until I was already at home, which going by the box office numbers may have been the week after it came out. Uh, so, but I thought it was fucking phenomenal. And as someone who is a fan of U.S. history and likes to know all the dirty shit of U.S. history, not just the fucking glossy things that they feed us in history class. Um, I, a lot of this information I already knew about J. Edgar, um, but I really, really fucking dug Clint Eastwood. Out of all people, I, I would, you would think Clint Eastwood would, would be like, you know, quote, to quote unquote protect J. Edgar's yeah. reputation. He did not. No, nope. at all. <laughs> uh, and I fucking dug it, man. I dug it. I was all in for it. And uh, Leo did what Leo does, man. Um, and I think he was great. I love that. And I think that that's the first movie that we're, uh, I mean, really Gatsby, I guess was, but that's the first movie that we're going to be able to talk about where not only is he the namesake of the movie, but like he, I mean, just became a historical figure like that we all know. And then you watch and suddenly him and this other person are indistinguishable. Yeah. Yeah, he he blended right into the character. He's he's fan- it, I mean, it's fantastic. I've I've only seen the movie twice. Um, again, I was late to this party to begin with, so I, the first time I saw it was probably two years ago, and then again I saw it again last year. So, uh, I still have a month left to see it again, so that I could say I've seen it once a year since I've seen it. Uh, <laughs> but I I really enjoyed this fucking flick. I'm a big fan of Clint Eastwood's movies. They're all kind of similar as far as the tone. He sets the tone rather similar in his movies. Uh, but I'm a fan of what I'm a fan of it, man. I, I'm all Love for that it, one so. filter, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He that just fucking like, CPS what is, filter. What is it? A sepia blue filter? Yeah, yeah that, whatever. Just, fucking <laughs> under like he's like I'm gonna put all my movies in an aquarium. All right, yeah. <laughs> it's just the <laughs> one <laughs> filter he shows up on set with it and then takes it yeah. on and puts it under his pillow. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's I love that shit about it. I, I it's really very, all very similar tone and very similar, but it's it fucking works for him, man. Hey man. Um so that's my number four is uh J. Edgar. Ah, oh, Jedgar. Uh let me see here. Let me write this down. So the number fours, uh, for those of you at home are uh Quick and the Dead, Great Gatsby, Romeo Plus Juliet, and J. Edgar. J. Edgar. All right, let's move on to our number threes. Round three. Three is a magic number. Yes, it is. All right, uh, Alex. Hell oh, yeah. I kind of want, man. <laughs> I mean, Gangs of, New York, Gangs of New York. Gangs of New York is the answer. I just All right. Number three, it is my third their favorite of the six Leonardo DiCaprio movies that I've seen. <laughs> it's an honorable mention for me. Yeah. You know, it's a pretty good movie. It's long. It's fun. He's got a rabbit. Taylor <laughs> Day-Lewis is there doing good stuff. John C. Riley hits a guy with a stick. You know, like, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, that's real. I mean, I swear to God, I don't think I've seen it in... When did it come out? It's an old fucking movie. The 2002 or something like, like two that? two or three. Yeah. yeah, and I probably haven't seen it since 2005, and I don't know. I took a bong rip and watched it in, like, a <laughs> like a dorm commons room, and I was like, 
Ha, yeah, two coats. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I thought it was pretty good. Um, and Leonardo DiCaprio's in it. So I'm fucking chiseling him right there on the mountain, man. <laughs> yeah, it's a good, it's a it's a good movie. I I, I it's one of those movies that gets because it's so long, it, it gets lost in the like I don't rewatch it as often, I guess, as I should. I know um I don't like to speak for people, but this is Jeff's favorite, like uh uh I think it was his favorite Scorsese movie. I'm pretty sure it's his like favorite DiCaprio movie. If he was on here, he I'm pretty sure he would put it on there. Right. Uh, yeah. He loves gangs in New York. It's uh, a good flick. I mean, the, the oh, end yeah, is a no. little meh from again what I like my hazy memories. But um, no, it does. Yeah, it yeah. does. It does taper. Uh, is uh, it, it's, that's uh, Marty's it, problem though? Yeah, Marty. Marty gets three hours and they uh, to the point where like with the last one he just kept fucking going right. He just was like, <laughs> I'll make an eight hour movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, put another cigarette break in the highway. Bad dad. It's a new, we need another one of those in the movie. Like, like Stephen King part. writes books. He just fucking keeps writing the goddamn thing, and you're like, Steve, just fucking make a decision. I wonder how many times the editor go and tells uh, and tells him, Hey, we don't need any more chapters. We're fine. No, you're uh, good. We're, we're fine. <laughs> no, no, no! The ghost's alive again. No, yeah, Stephen King writes so much that in like in the latest Dark Tower book, he wrote himself into the book writing the book. Like that's that's how long and how <laughs> much it keeps writing. One, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so Gangs in New York, man. I I enjoyed the movie. I I like um other people's um roles in that movie. The the I mean, it's and, a Daniel Day Lewis. It's movie. a Daniel Day Lewis. Real. I gotta be honest with you. He's not even the one that comes to mind. The one that comes to mind, and I'm really bad with names, so I I, I apologize. Um, what's his name? The dude that that um that wins the election. No, the dude that wins. The dude that wins the election and Daniel Day Lewis ends up killing the butcher. Uh, not the butcher ends up killing this guy because he won the election. Uh, the guy with the with the stick with the club. Um, John C. Uh, Riley. Oh yeah, you're talking about John C. Riley, right? No, yeah. no, the other guy, the other guy uh, that Brendan Gleeson. Yes, there you go. Yeah, uh, there you go. He oh, yeah. from, our, also, from our Irish act from our Irish he, actors, movie. which is so also my he number did. one. He was my number one pick for Irish actors. He was Solid. my number one pick. Uh, yeah, he was. I fucking loved him. And that, to me, that that's his. I mean, obviously, I get it. Daniel Day Lewis is is a leading role. I get, but I, this guy is even chips in a fucking a, like a, a hell of a good shot for her. She for seems her. like she's trying extra hard. Yeah, <laughs> she's she usually is not. I feel like she read every line like, don't fuck it up, don't fuck it up, don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> don't fuck it up. Daniel Day Lewis is looking at you. Don't fuck it up. Daniel Day Lewis is looking at you. Uh, why is that little Italian guy looking at you shouting? Oh, that's Marty. I'm oh, sorry. That's Marty. Um, he, Marty's right. like reading a book. In the <laughs> Whatever. It's cute. It's cute. What are you doing, Cameron? Uh, are you done with her? Second uh, unit director. Um, yeah. uh, Gangs in New York. Uh, Dave, what do you got for your number three? Uh, my number three is uh, so I struggled on whether to put this at number two or number three, uh, but my number three is going to be Shutter Island. That's the other movie that I I've haven't seen. It. seen it. <laughs> hey, seen, seen that it. one? Seen it? Not on my list. Ah, uh, Neri, you said you hadn't seen this one. This is one of the two big movies of his that I have not seen. Uh, and, and I think we we talked about this when we did the Scorsese Mountain. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he I, is I, dreamy in it. Oh, super! Yes. And here's the here's the problem. Uh, an adult people, it's my fault because I've had, it took me forever to watch the movie. But when we were talking about uh, um, Martin Scorsese when we did that episode, that mountain, uh, I don't remember who or whatever, but it was alluded to that it had a quote unquote twist of an ending, and I was like, oh, 
So he, so Leonardo DiCaprio is crazy. Like I just immediately, that's where I went to with that little bit of knowledge of it's a twist ending. I don't know if I'm right. I don't know if I'm, I don't know if it's accurate or not, but that's immediately where my mind went to it. And so it's kind of lessened my wanting of wanting to watch it until I'm hoping to one day walk in and somebody else is watching it. I'm like, Oh, good. <laughs> but it's just i don't know it's so very weird my mind I, i'm not saying it's it's it's, it's not, not it's a not movie that you like want this is what i was saying earlier about a lot of his movies a lot of these like they're all fucking intense man i don't yeah. often like on a saturday afternoon would be like maybe i'll pretend to be chased by a bear this afternoon like it's not like a you know this this is a really intense time. one and uh truth be told this was the one that made me a fan of his uh before then i I, I often thought of him as just like like a pretty boy actor and uh i i saw this movie and i left the theater you know fully convinced that i needed to rewatch every dicaprio movie i had ever seen because it needed to be reassessed uh his performance as teddy daniels is just fucking standout stellar like the movie itself is phenomenal and even amongst all of the great performances in that movie with the great plot that's going on and Scorsese's amazing direction, he manages to stand out as like the real star of this movie. So, um, who, else, I, I, who else is in the movie? Um, yeah, I, uh, I plumber or it's Kingsley. Which one of those? It's one of those old dudes that I'd mix up all the time. It's somebody who had a Wonder Mug Emporium or a Magoo. <laughs> uh, oh, it's uh, Max von Sydow. There you go. Somebody who does look an wonder. awful lot. Like he did. He Plummer. did the What Dreams May Come. Yeah, he's yeah. one of these old dream uh, dream and it escape is, boys. Ben Kingsley is also. In Thank it. you. Yeah, yeah, he's the head uh, of the, the Mark Ruffalo. The, Mark Ruffalo exactly. is in it as Mark well. Mark Ruffalo. He plays his uh, his oh, partner. Yeah, he is. Uh, I'm just, the reason I'm asking is just the way you you said it. You're like, oh, he, he came out as the star of the movie. And I'm like, I don't think, I've, again, someone as someone who's never seen a movie, I'm like, is there like another star? I didn't know. Like, yeah, I mean, Mark, Mark he, like, Mark New York, he's not, not against, he's not against playing opposite huge, tremendous right. stars. I mean, that's why I was just asking. Like, it was a big release, right? Like, it I remember, was. I remember I mean, it being a huge yeah, release. It was like, a big, big in the box office. I and mean, there were no gangsters in it. So it was like, oh, Marty's doing a different thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I, is that Scorsese's only horror movie, or Cape Fear? No, was that Scorsese's Cape Fear? No, um, I Cape, think Cape Fear was Scorsese. Yeah, yeah. Um, Both psychological thrillers. Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. Yeah, no, I, I, Shutter Island. Shutter Island was good. It and I and this this probably not going to help your case about wanting to watch it, Neri. It just I don't know. It didn't play out the way that I. Not necessarily even the way that, that that I thought it would, and that was disappointing. It, it just there, it felt like there were pieces of the puzzle missing. Like I don't know, maybe I'm dumb, but like when I watched it, like there were certain things that got put together at points that I was like, that doesn't make sense. Like I feel like I'm I'm missing something here, and that's not taking anything away from how great Leonardo DiCaprio did. It just hurt the movie to me. Mm. It okay. it gets real far. Yeah. Like the, it like. Kubrick's out hard at the end. We were like, huh? What yes. the fuck? What the shit? Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Uh, what Alex just said turned me off more than what the bonus just said. So <laughs> like, I was like, oh boy. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm with, uh, I'm with, uh, uh, to piggy, to come clarify what, what that means, uh, Alex, is uh, uh, I'm not cool enough for um, Kubrick. 
like Kubrick, Kubrick <laughs> shit. I'm just like, Kubrick shit. Everybody's like, isn't he genius? And I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, I just, I don't get it. Like, I'm, but I'm, I put that on me. That's not, that's not on Kubrick's fault. I'm not. I've read papers about like I understand why that they're important, but like you could not pay me to sit down and watch that fucker not be able to get into that spaceship. <laughs> Oh fuck! That's like one of my favorite movies. Oh, so good. <laughs> it's good and it's beautiful and it's important, but like, again, at no point does anyone, at no point does Matthew McConaughey pick up a fucking battle axe and jump into a dragon's face. This is what I'm looking for in a movie. <laughs> Alex, uh, well, it's, it's so funny because uh, for a long time there was a running joke on this panel for a long time uh, from David about me saying like, "Oh, the movie has to have two explosions." That in was order not to me who said it. that. Well, it was a running joke. It was fine. It was, yeah, a, yeah. It, was a, it was a running joke. It wasn't. It's yeah. not. It's, it's it a joke. A it's not, gimmick. Yeah. yeah, it was a gimmick. Well, I just you're you're attributing me with a joke I I didn't create. I oh, I sorry. did feed I was, into it. I did what, feed into it. Shutter Island's oh. got some explosions. I think. To sorry be if I gave you credit. I apologize for giving you credit for a joke. Uh, <laughs> it, it was a running joke on the on the panel. I was alright with the running joke because for for a lot of it, I do like movies with explosions. It's fine. Yeah, I did. But that is my that. Your version of that is dragons. Like, oh, is there a yeah. dragon in the movie? Or I'm like, it, so- yeah, uh, sword fight, please. No, <laughs> okay. Well, the the more the more black and white and smoke there is on screen, with with the only light coming in through like Venetian blinds, there <laughs> yeah, are sure. the more I'm into it. Yeah, here you go. We get real less, around here. The less yeah. uh, uh, the less talking there is in a film. The more David is up for it. Um, uh, is it a talkie? Is it a talkie? What year? Uh, all right. So, uh, Gangs in New York, Shutter Island. Uh, the Bono, what do you got for your number three? Um, maybe not too much build up here because it might get tabled. My number three is Catch Me If You Can. Okay. Uh, I will catch oh, you right now. Oh, uh, okay. No, I'm not. This is not my pick. Oh. Uh, I'm saying there's no table for this shit. So, okay, excellent. Uh, um, I. Catch Me If You Can is a movie that I it is it is long um, and it is it's it's all story, uh, but it's it's so good. And his portrayal of uh, Frank Abagnale, I believe is how it's pronounced. Um, he he's just he he's such. It's again like with like with Jay Edgar. You watch him become a person who actually exists, and um, the thing that makes him stand out so much in this movie is the fact that he holds his own when the other person that he's acting with is Tom Hanks. Granted, they're not on screen all that much together, but the movie is both of them, and it's equally memorable both of their roles in everything that they did, and that that takes that takes a lot. Of balls man to to stand up there and go toe to toe and be a name that people are going to remember in a movie with tom hanks he does such a good job of making you feel sympathetic for this guy who is a criminal uh you know in in every sense of the word what what he everything he does is illegal the man is a criminal but you are always you're always Huh? Oh, this America, oh, yeah. dude. No, you're I'm talking about the country that was like Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, yeah, <laughs> murder. Oh, I know, but that's what I'm saying, right? It's it, the, the the charisma that it takes to 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 sell somebody on this, yeah. and the charisma that it takes to be a successful con man. And 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 I I bought it that this movie in of itself is a con, right? And the fact that or all movies are, I guess, but you 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 <laughs> you're so invested in in what he's doing. <laughs> I agree. I, it's, 
That's great. <laughs> like an all art is just emotional manipulation. <laughs> but I, I um, thought you were I thought you were gonna freak Alex out right now. You're like, oh, all movies are con. He's like, what do you mean? What, like, what, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> but it's just you're you're always sympathetic to his plight. You you're always rooting for him to stay one step ahead of Tom Hanks. You're always wondering what well, that, that first time that I watched Catch Me If You Can, I was like, what else could this guy possibly have up his sleeve? And bam, he's got something else for you. And you're always like, oh, that is so fucking rad. Like, that's that's such a cool thing. When, like when he soaks the airplane to like pull the stickers off and, and put them on the checks, all that stuff. I, I mean, it's just it's a great movie. It's a lot of fun to watch. It's exciting. Like there, there's, you know, there's a couple of chase scenes, some, some escapes. So there's, there's a little bit of action to carry what is an incredible story. And he, man, he just, he kills it in this movie. It's unreal. I love Catch Me If You Can. This is. I love that movie. I just, uh, I love that movie a lot. I've watched that movie a lot. Uh, I just don't think that he is the best actor in that movie. I don't, I don't think he might be the second best actor in that movie because Christopher Walken gives a fucking hell of a performance. He steals a show in the, in the two scenes that he's in. I thought Christopher Walken did great. Uh, but you're right. The movie's great. I, I very much enjoy Catch Me If You Can. I, I think it's a very underrated both Tom Hanks and Leonardo DiCaprio movies. When you talk about Tom Hanks movies, this one suddenly comes up and Leonardo DiCaprio movies... I got to be honest with you, I did not expect this to come up uh, tonight, but it's a very good movie. I, I very much enjoy uh, the movies. Yeah. So, there we go. so my number he, three, Catch Me If You Can. He went, and he played, what I like about him in Catch Me If You Can is he played a wide uh, age group. He went from a boy, from a child, basically, where he was sitting up front and <laughs> the fucking captains and he was taking a shit. Yeah. <laughs> and he portrayed that very well as a fucking young kid who's way in way over his head you know playing an, uh, a pilot and then he he got older and he wanted to get married and all that jazz so it, it, yeah he, i mean he, he, there's like, yeah there's a lot of range there's there, there's there's a lot of movie like the you know the one of the other things and, and alex has brought it up man that the dude loves to sign on to a to a solid 250 minutes like <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Yeah. He produced this one too. He 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 produced uh, Catch Me If You Can. Uh, by the way, I think it was the first one he produced. It was yeah, a big deal. He, he produced this movie, and it's funny because uh, it's him and Spielberg, and Tom Hanks has said that uh, he, since he's such good friends with Spielberg, he kind of just hung around in like in pre like he just kind of hung around. So like he kind of invited himself in onto the movie. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, yeah. like he, I mean, the way it's, it's the way Tom Hanks tells a fucking anecdote. It's it's a great, you know, it's oh whatever. But the way he made it seem as if he was just like, I just kind of bullied my way in. Like I just hung around until they were like, so you're in this movie? And he's like, yes. <laughs> I am. Uh, and I, who knows what that's, but you know, but just the, that's a great fucking story, regardless. So, so um, good irony. And then he uh, had to catch the con man the whole time. Man. <laughs> yeah, catch me if you can. All right, uh, my number. Three is uh, arguably his man. I mean, I, I, I honestly believe he deserved the fucking Oscar for this one as well. Uh, again, my order is only going based upon how many times I've seen the movies and the other movies I've seen more, more than this. Uh, but my number three is The Departed. Oh, uh, man. Just, I mean, that, that, that's my missed it by this much pick, man. Yeah. I was between Gatsby and Departed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I fucking adore The Departed again. Only my number three based upon 
I, I rank all these movies as good as the next one. I just, I haven't seen it as many. As, and I've seen The Departed quite a fucking few. It just goes to show you how many times I've seen my number two and my number one. But fuck, The Departed is so good, man. Everybody's acting is phenomenal. Uh, when you have Mark Wahlberg acting well, it, it's, it's a very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of work. He's one of those guys, man. When you it. like put him in a Paul Thomas Anderson movie and surround him by a bunch of fucking really good actors like he'll step up yeah yeah Yeah. i guess he he plays to he plays to to the level of uh talent that he's he's put up against uh right like put it put him in a movie with the rock and anthony mackie that you get a movie with the rock anthony that movie was fucking awesome (laughs) no dude i I, I absolutely nothing against pain and gain i really don't i really have nothing against that movie it's just the first one that popped into mind when i was thinking of the people around transformers you could have thought yeah i was gonna say go go transformers (laughs) on that man (laughs) there's a lot of other ones um but uh yeah so uh the departed is, is a phenomenal movie the departed is one of my handful pocket go-to movies when somebody goes i don't fucking like remakes and i'm gonna go oh, yeah. you don't like the departed like i just fucking throw that shit out there mm-hmm. and the departed you know like, and i just start throwing out there's like four or five amazing movies that happen to be remakes that people don't know that they're remakes because the originals are either in a foreign language or happen in like 1927 so only david knows that it's a fucking remake so like i throw like the departed is one of those like uh, oh, you don't like The Departed? The Departed is not a remake. And I'm like, well, just because it didn't come out in your country uh, during the time of your childhood doesn't mean it's not a fucking remake. So that's, a, but it's so good. It's so phenomenal. I remember watching. Yes. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I remember watching The Departed. And while I'm watching The Departed, saying this is Marty's best work since Goodfellas. And I love Goodfellas so much that I have a fucking framed movie poster in my living room of Goodfellas. And so that's high re- high remarks coming from me. And I remember wa- as I'm watching The Departed going like, this is the best Scorsese film since The Departed. It's fucking bonkers good. It's so good on so many levels. Uh, yeah. And it, it feels like it was written by R.R. R. Martin just in the, in the fact that everybody dies. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, oh. Jesus. And you never, you're, you're never trusting or rooting for the right people. Yeah. Never. <laughs> never. Um, yeah, so I, I, but I very much enjoyed The Departed. Very much enjoyed Leonardo DiCaprio's role in The Departed. He played something very, um, <clears throat> not that he has a type, but it's easy, like what David said earlier, but like, oh, it's easy to pigeon or to think of him, to hate on him as a quote unquote pretty boy actor. Just play, but he was not that dude at all. And not that he's no. that dude ever really, but he's definitely not that dude in fucking The Departed. And I love that. I mean, it was great. Um, all right, so number threes were uh, Gangs of New York, Shutter Island, Catch Me If You Can, and The Departed. Uh, I like the fact that we have three Martin Scorsese movies as our number three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on to number two. Round two. Dose, the sequel to Uno. <laughs> All right. Can I just Number point two. out that if you just catch it out of the corner of your eye, it looks like this guy's in like outside my window staring at us. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad hey, dude to have hey, staring at you. Hey, which, which one should you pick? What do you like? Yeah? <laughs> uh, for the audio listeners, if you want to know what the bonus talking about, go uh, check us out on our Facebook page or our YouTube page. And uh, it's everything is uh, backslash MT Geek More. Actually, the YouTube is uh geek bro that's the youtube now uh so anyways check, 
check it out. Check out the videos, man. Uh, we got some gnarly. Uh, check out these porn links on our YouTube comments. <laughs> Phenomenal. I almost, I almost put them up so that the screen can see it. And I was like, no, what if that's the one time you catch a virus? I'm like, fuck that. So, but it was. Funny. <laughs> um, all right, number two is Alex, bro. What do you got for your number two, man? Oh man, also a remake, kind of. Also another big shit Hollywood director and in a movie where uh like Did we lose him? No, he is not the star in Django oh, Unchained. Okay. Is he so fucking good? Is he so Tabled. unbelievably good? Yeah, Tabled. I figured. Yeah, we're gonna table that. No. Um uh, the Django. Um all right. <laughs> God damn. The D is silent. Um the uh Dave, what do we got? Uh, my number two is his second collaboration with Quentin Tarantino, and it's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm. Um, his performance as Rick Dalton is just chef's kiss. I mean, so fucking good. Um, I think he's channeling Steve McQueen here. Um, I'm I'm not a hundred percent certain, but it, oh my god, it really does look like he's peeking out your fucking yeah, window right <laughs> <laughs> like i just keep barely just huh um, uh peeking I, in my window it doesn't it doesn't Leo. help that i'm halfway through like midnight mass right now and there's always a fucking thing staring <laughs> in the window so it's really messing with my head um yes i mean the the movie itself is is fucking stellar like i love this movie um i i watched it um very shortly after it came out and uh and immediately watched it again um so it, it it kind of had that effect on me um i hadn't been that into a uh a movie uh as as a whole since inglorious bastards and so you know i'm clearly a big tarantino fan and um i i, I just think he he uh, out of everyone in there and there were so many good performances but i think that he really was was the the standout there um i mean and and you can look at anyone in this movie and say uh yeah but what about this actor um i mean margot robbie sharon tate was you know fucking amazing brad pitt was um was fucking awesome i mean it, everyone was was really really great but he plays that like you know burned out you know on his on his last leg actor so well and uh like it's 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 tragic but it's endearing and you love him but you kind of hate who he's become and by the time he straps on that that flamethrower at the end <laughs> it just fucking goes to town you're just like fucking yeah man like this, this i i've been waiting for this because i know you're a badass right and there's no stunt doubles here it's just you and and it, it, it he fucking blew me away i love this movie so much i love him in it and i i just think it's perfect <sighs> i we I, I there's there's something about once upon a time in hollywood that just didn't work for me and and, and i love i love tarantino and 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 i get what he was going for with that movie but there was something I, I, dicaprio's performance i absolutely agree with you was great but the reason that i couldn't pick this one is man i just 
I just didn't like that movie. And it wasn't even that it was just, and it was, it wasn't even that it was like, I won't, I won't look at it and be like, that was a bad movie. I just look at it. And it's one of those things like, uh, like Billie Eilish music, right? Like I get it. It's just not for me. Kubrick. Yeah. I got you. And, and That's, you're, how you're not alone. That's how I feel about Kubrick where everybody's like, this guy's genius. And I'm like, <laughs> okay no no everybody must be right i can't be i can't be the one that's right and everybody like there's not it's not like a, i'm not there's no way i'm that naive to be able to be like no no i'm right and everybody else <laughs> not, like, not everything's not, for I'm, everybody uh, yeah i'm right. just like uh okay i'm wrong on this i think, I think this fault. one's a little bit more divisive than uh than kubrick like you know kubrick i think you'll find many more people that will say they at least appreciate his work, even if they right. can't get into it. Um, I, I did find I was I was surprised that there were so many people that I knew who said, "Well, yeah, I, um, it was a good movie. I just couldn't get into it." Yeah, and I, I with, think that's where this. I kind of land. Like I can look at it and I can look at all the pieces and be like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I think but then when I watched it, I was just bored. I that's okay. So that's what I'll say. I think it's a good movie. I don't think that. I don't I, personally. I don't see where it was the movie that everybody was talking about. Like I don't like where everybody else, including critics, was like, "Oh my god, what a masterpiece!" And I was like, "Oh, I must have seen the wrong. I did. I see the right. Like I don't know. And I'm not saying anything. I'm not trying to say anything negative about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'm, I'm like, oh, I thought it was a good movie, but I I would rank it in the lower part of Tarantino's films in my opinion again and i'm just like oh but i'm fully aware that because everybody else yeah. is saying the other way i'm like I, I must be wrong it's fine i'm okay with being wrong it's fine but i will say leonardo dicaprio and brad pitt both of their acting is just fucking really stellar yeah. on this <laughs> but um the leo's acting when he is portraying an insecure actor so much so that when a little child tells him that was the best acting I've seen and he starts fucking bawling, crying yeah. out of pride. It's like, it's a comical, but in a sad way, like it's yeah. very well done. That acting, that scene specifically, he's dressed up as a cowboy with a ridiculous mustache and the whole thing. And the fact that he's crying because a child actor said <laughs> that's the best acting I've ever seen. He's like, she's acted for three years, Leo. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, why do you care what this little child says? But it like that goes to show you the insecurities of an actor and the insecurities of the particular person that he's playing. And I, 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 I was in it. And he's I, really I, good I, about letting the exact right amount of Leon, actually Leonardo DiCaprio slip through almost every role again yeah i i, I think yeah. there was some honesty he didn't talk there. about climate control in this one so i don't know <laughs> sure. that, uh, well the exact <laughs> right amount right he, he kept that shit in the back burner right Maybe yeah he didn't yeah. about when he was crying he was like the fucking ozone <laughs> 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 that's that that's the, that's the place he goes to when he has to cry yeah. on screen <laughs> like, what you're doing to the ozone layer fire up my pirate jet <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, are we yeah, getting I, these I, comments I, because we talked about Pornhub so much? Is that what's going on? Here? Uh, they should be deleted already. I deleted. There's, there's three new ones. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, I, it's funny. You know, it's funny because I blocked the user. It says block user, and I blocked the user. Um, yeah, yeah, I see it I, here. I, it says was blocked. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but. Yeah, like I, I like said, the fact it, that it gives me uh, uh, stream uh, streamer gives me the option of put user in timeout, which is hilarious. Just <laughs> um, sit in the corner. We're talking about Quentin Tarantino movies. Nothing. That, one, that, that one's on, that one's on my Pornhub algorithm too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
I'm pretty sure it's because of that. We thought we we <laughs> made jokes about Pornhub, and that's it. That's it. We're happy. <laughs> more followers. Imagine having more followers. Huh? That's crazy. <laughs> but I'm sure we're gonna get comments now. Get more followers by clicking on this link. Um. So yeah, once upon a time in Hollywood. I I think it's a good movie. I've only seen it one time though. I'm not gonna lie and say I've seen. Hey. I've only seen it one time. Aside in theaters. Me too. Mm-hmm. Aside in theaters, one of my favorite um memories about that movie specifically is that I knew the history of Shannon Tate. I knew, like I knew that. And so when they changed that in the movie, I was one of the last people to leave the theater. It wasn't even a full theater to begin with, but I was one of the few, the last people to see it to leave. And then because I was waiting for the end credits, because Marvel has trained me to sit through the yes. end credits. And so I was leaving and there was two older women leaving. And I said to them, I go, oh man, they rewrote history, huh? And they go, yeah, I would say. And then one of the ladies was like, I, I, this is one of my fucking favorite things that I don't know why I said this, but I did. She said, oh, but how would you know? You're too young for that. Like she said that, like if it's impossible to know things that happened prior to me fucking being alive. And I was like, and I start, and I chuckled and I go, God bless you. I said, I said, I said bless your heart. Uh, but no, I'm 65. <laughs> and, and, and uh and i had a bit more of a beard and i did have a bit more of a beard but i was like 65 and like what shit dude you're 65 she's like yeah whatever uh and i to, right now gun to head you could ask me what years were you born if you were born in 1965 i would not fucking know but i don't know if it was the adrenaline or what the fuck i was like yep and i just blurted out the fucking year of which I when I went to my car, then did the fucking math and go, oh yeah, that fucking right, that, that checks out, that fucking checks out. Like I had, that, that's how dumb I am, specifically with math. Uh, but yeah, I, I remember I that, like that was you amazing. checked it. Yeah, I checked it. I checked my goofs math. I checked it afterwards. But the funny thing is, that was my favorite part about that movie. My favorite memory of that movie is yeah. convincing these two clearly o- older than me women by a lot by 30 years and i was like i was i'm 65 and they're like what the fuck i'm like yeah i remember that one i remember when it happened when, she, when that story happened it was horrible <laughs> i was just fucking talking like all right uh, well, that that was what one of the things that for me took me completely by surprise because yeah, as yeah. as a lover of of old uh old hollywood, hollywood and, and and cinema I uh, I obviously know about you know uh, the Sharon Tate murder. Uh, I mean, I've read Helter Skelter, so I know all about you know the the Manson murders, and um, so I'm, I'm watching this movie, and I'm I, I know where this is heading. Like, okay, I I know yes, that yes, I, yes, I know yes. that she has to die, and then when that doesn't happen, very much like an inglorious bastard. Yes, when when you see Goebbels and Hitler get blown away, I'm like, holy fuck, what alternate reality am I living in, and how can I get there? You know, like that that was part of that adrenaline rush for me, and I think I was that, very nervous. I was very nervous watching. That's one thing yeah. about Tarantino; he was able to pull, especially in that movie. Now that I think about it, when Brad Pitt went to that trailer, he was able to pull that fucking suspense, that fucking. He was able to pull that feet, that uneasy feeling in, in a moviegoer, and that I remember when that whole thing happened, the breaking in, and I'm like, oh my god, she's gonna, she's fucking pregnant. Am I really about to see a fucking pregnant woman get stabbed like on screen? Is that am I really because I know how 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 violent Tarantino movies tend to be? And when right. there was no violence up until that part, I was like, oh no. I'm about to see a pregnant woman get fucking stabbed in a belly, dude. I'm like, this is not. And then when it didn't happen, I was like, oh, 
I mean, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what does that say about me? Uh, but yeah, you're, you're right, man. You're right. You're right, Dave. This, yeah, that was now it makes me want to go watch it again. Fuck, I should go watch that shit again. When's the next time I have six hours? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I saw it kind of as a as a celebration of old Hollywood more than anything else, um, uh, and like sort of plot be damned sort of thing, which I rarely do. Yeah. Uh, but but I yeah I, I normally like to like nitpick plot and things like that historical and, plot. Uh, especially, yeah, when it comes yeah. to, to historical things, uh, you and I have had many a debate about, you know, Bruce Lee and films based on Bruce Lee. And Quick stuff question. Like that. Speaking of which, how did you feel about See, the portrayal of Bruce Lee? I absolutely film? loved it. I thought that that was fairly accurate to some of the uh, accounts Stories, that we have yeah. of Bruce Lee. There are some where he's very humble and and, you know, very much not the guy that we see portrayed in that movie. And then there are other accounts where it was like, nah, he was kind of an asshole and he He was cocky. He he was cocky and and that's that's who we see there. And and I think that for the purpose of the movie, that worked incredibly well. And the guy was just fucking outstanding. The guy was nuts. Yeah. It was awesome. He was in Shanghai uh, soccer. Uh, all right. Uh, (laughs) It's a joke. It was a joke. They had a they had a Bruce Lee impersonator in Shanghai soccer. Ah, Okay. Uh, not Shanghai. Was it Shanghai soccer? Shaolin soccer. Shaolin soccer. Man, I <laughs> fucked up that joke. I, n- I never uh, got around to that one. Uh, well, you're not missing much. You're fine. <laughs> uh, and, and that's why I never got around to it. Uh, Deborah, what do you got, man? Number two. Uh, my number two is Inception. Mm. Mm. Um, I love this, that movie. This is one that is, I again. I knew you were going to say that. It's, <laughs> but did did it was it was it his own thought? Uh, um, this is one that is long, but I've seen a lot of times. Lot uh, of times. I do. I this this is a movie that I have watched over and over again because the performances are amazing. Um, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio does such a good job as this this tortured guy trying to you know make right with with his kids and with with his past as this guy who does this type of work but it also is just i mean it's there's so much to it and so many times you want to go back and and watch and pull things out and he does such an excellent job as the leader of this crew of you know like misfits for the most part um and and he the the world building and everything and you get to see him as as in the teacher role uh when he's with um uh what 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 is what is his name now elliot page uh ellen page at the time Mm -hmm. um and you get to see him in this teacher role and guiding her through it and you get to see him as this this dad who just wants nothing else but to get his kids back and you get to see him as as a son who is a disappointment to his own father uh in some rights and you get uh you get so much out of this character uh yeah bad husband um and you know or at least guilt-ridden husband at least yeah like all like and just just constantly trying he's he's trying to fix so many wrongs in his past and and it and it can all boil down to to doing this one job right and all of the the work that he puts into portraying all of these different things and this guy who's just trying to set things straight because so many things in his life have gone wrong uh and you know it doesn't it doesn't hurt that it's a nolan film and you're never 100 percent sure exactly what just happened or what's going to happen <laughs> next um but he 
there's there there's an amount of solace in his role in that movie and he in a way his role in that movie becomes the movie's totem like as 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 far fetched and as stretched as things get in that movie he's always the piece that you can go back to to center yourself and he does so much to sell that role and it's just it's and he's a badass in it like in that first scene when he's uh when he's walking through like the it's like it's like a temple right and like it's like an asian temple and he's kill he's shooting the people with the the sniper shots and catching the shells as they fly out of the gun like just some great little badass moments in that you get so much out of him it's such an incredible film this is one that i have watched uh, uh the only one on my mountain i've seen more than this one is my number one and uh it's just i was I was blown away at how good he was in this movie because while I liked him going into this movie, I wasn't 100% sold on him doing an action film. Granted, it's a Nolan action film, so it's going to be a thinker. But um, <laughs> it's, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't 100% into, I was like, I really want to see this. It's a Nolan film, but I just don't know if DiCaprio is going to pull off this badass Liam Neeson type role and he smokes it, man. Just does an incredible job with it. Yeah, it's a it's a great. Um, it, this is one of those movies that I didn't appreciate as m- much as I should have the first couple times I saw it, and then in rewatching it, I, I'm not a fan of movies that end when they. However, you feel it ends. Like, no, what the fuck? I'm not the director. You tell me how it fucking ends. Like, I'm more- <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't somebody pay you to tell me how yeah. this movie ends? <laughs> you made a good do all the work. Change what the fuck? Oh, it's how you. Oh, I'm not the biggest fan of that. But the the I would say the third go around is when I finally go oh is when I appreciated the movie for everything else to, aside from the ending the ending is really still not not my favorite thing but it is what it is you know um, it's like that Steve Harvey bit where he's talking about the rappers telling everybody to scream yeah. he's like no yeah. I paid to be here you scream yeah. <laughs> one mic one mic um, all right so uh, that is the bonus number two uh, my number two is also uh, the Django. Um, so we'll talk about that in a little later, I guess. Uh, all right. So the number twos were, uh, the Django, uh, once upon a time in Hollywood inception and the Django, um, honorable mentions, wow. honorable mentions, you were a favorite, but you missed it by, missed it by that much, that much, <laughs> honorable mentions, star. All right, uh, Alex, what's the other uh, Leonardo DiCaprio movie? Oh, you guys want to know the other two Leonardo DiCaprio movies I've seen? Uh, sure. Yeah, let's see. Uh, was Eating Gilbert Grape, uh, <laughs> which, like, which we said I spent a whole lot of time in high school going, matching the gas tank. And uh, it's, you know, I mean, Brian, it's Brian. a sad-ass movie, and he's really good. Again, Oscar-nominated, didn't win. Um, and uh, what's the other one? I don't know some other movie he was in. Oh, fucking the <laughs> Aviator! I saw that one. It's pretty good. Yeah, I really, la- I really enjoy the Aviator. He uh, becomes Dave? the person that's real. Ooh, there you go. Trying to win an Oscar so hard, Leonardo. <laughs> um, we actually have spoken about, I think, all of them: uh, Departed, Inception, Gangs in New York, Revenant was the other one that I had on my uh, on my list. Um, I mean, we, we made fun of it at the beginning, but he, I, I think he really does give a stellar performance. I, it's not that I don't think it's not Oscar worthy. Uh, I just think he should have won an Oscar for other films as well. 
So, mm. um, I think when, when people, you know, uh, come down on it for like, Oh, that's the one he won an Oscar for. It's like, no, nah, it was fucking fantastic. But there were others that yes. should have come before it. So, uh, those are my honorable mentions. Okay. The boner, uh, blood diamond, uh, does, mm. Does a great job uh, in that one. Uh, I recently watched uh, re- rewatched Titanic for the first time in a very long time, and now that I'm not just you know like a a, a kid who's like ah I don't care anything about this love story. Like I I watched it and I did I enjoyed Titanic more this rewatch uh, recently. Uh, so you know just has to be mentioned. And then uh, yeah, I guess that was. All of them. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, Revolutionary Road was the other one. Uh, it's he 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 does a he does a very good job in that movie. Very 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 sad movie, um, but uh, very well put together. Is he an inspirational coach in that one? No. What goes on in that one? Oh, then I don't care. <laughs> um, I should be an inspirational coach. I would enjoy watching him get a ragtag bunch of misfits to fucking win the championship. That'd be a good time. <laughs> ben ben, uh, ben Affleck did it last year, and it was fucking amazing. Uh, Always a good time. Titanic. Uh, I saw a lot. I I restarted again last year for the first time in probably twenty years. Uh, at the beginning of quarantine. Uh, very much I, like you said, Devon. Uh, I I enjoyed the fuck out of that movie, and it's very much two separate movies. And there's a clear when this movie becomes mm-hmm. something else. There's a love story that takes about an hour and forty minutes of this movie, and then there's an, a fucking disaster movie that takes the other hour and forty minutes. When you and put the, the second VHS really, tape in, yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> yeah. The two don't. You've got to turn the DVD over. Yeah, yeah. there's no real Venn diagram. It's <laughs> fucking split really down the middle. Like you could say it's still it continues to be a love story. And then story they sung throughout. separately. Yeah, they sung separately. It doesn't. No, it's fine. Uh, so that one, the man in the iron mask, I know I'm for a long Tabled. time. Oh man. I love that movie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Talk about that later. Uh, and then, um, the aviator we talked about body of lies gets really like never spoken about because it, it just, it's, it. it's really Scott and it's fucking, uh, um, Russell Crowe and Le- with Leonardo DiCaprio, even though they don't have scenes face to face together. Because they one plays a field operative and Russell Crowe plays a guy that's in his ear telling him his orders and commands, um, but it's very good. Um, so those are my honorable mentions. Everything else we've already spoken about. So, um, all right, let's move on. Round one. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. No Do it! Do it! Come on! Come on! Right, Alex, what is your number one? Well, I just tipped my hand, but um, man, I <laughs> thought we were going to get all the way here without anybody mentioning it at all, which kind of made me happy. Uh, first of all, a lot of sword fighting in this one, just so much sword fighting. And uh, I, man, The Man in the Iron Mask was the movie that like, but like shattered my brain with how good of an actor he is. The like brothers, the how different the two, like playing two characters, like both that well and like the scene where he acts with himself that well um and like he's got the mask and he's putting it on and he's trying it on and he can't handle it um and again like talk about a kid who is like the hot new thing standing toe to fucking toe with jeremy irons and john malkovich and um 
Gabriel Gabriel Byrne and Gerard Depardieu. I mean, like that movie is stacked. And then the chick from uh, Burn Notice. No, my bad. That's the Disney Three Musketeers that she's in. Um, (laughs) With Charlie Sheen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That fucking movie, dude. Talk about a a fucking big budget soft three-star movie. (laughs) (laughs) So much fun. Oliver Platt. Oliver Platt, uh, there it is. I was like, God damn. the other one? Yeah. Yeah, Like, Oliver Platt is Disney Gerard Depardieu. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, But yeah, man, uh, the Man in the Iron Mask. I I love a musketeer flick. Um, Anytime we've got a bunch of good dueling going on and like some good fighting. Great sword, sword fighting. fighting going on down there, and like the end is ridiculous, and like I, like plot, it's not like a great movie at all, but it was one of those that like I watched at like as in high school, and when I also when I was like I'm gonna be an actor, uh, and like man, he's I was just like fuck, this guy's good. Um, yeah, never mind, this guy's gonna get all the roles. God damn it! <laughs> I guess I'll grow a big beard. I'm not quite as pretty as this man. <laughs> Yeah. I just love any 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 logic where you're like, I want to be an actor. Oh, but Leonardo DiCaprio's out there. I guess I won't be an actor. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, I was like, I can do this too. I'll be in a movie where I play all the movies, but mine would be like, uh, it'd be terrible. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Men in the Iron Mask. We watched this movie again last year for the first time in a long time. I, I'm a big fan of it. Uh, Michael okay. Jordan, we found out during The Last Dance, during a documentary of The Last Dance, we found out Michael Jordan was a big fan of huh. uh, the Men in the Iron Mask. Because that's the year that Men in the Iron Mask came out. And after one of their games, Michael Jordan said hi to Leonardo DiCaprio and like hugged him. And it was like, hey, man, you were great. And, and, the, and the Iron Mask, it was great. Like, he, I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's what a weird that's a- fucking moment in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the like, historians are going to look back on that moment as a pinnacle <laughs> of, uh, of really just American society so, as a whole. The world could have exploded right then. <laughs> Jesus, it's like it's like Neo and Agent Smith. Yeah, yeah, touching. yeah. That, that, that was like right then. That was when the like Bernstein Bears, Bernstein Bears, Mandela effect, all of them just kind of exploded the second Michael Jordan looked at Leonardo DiCaprio. That was, was like, the creation of our multiverse. Me. Yeah, yeah, that was the, the shattering of the nexus right there. It was over. Um, yeah, Man in the Iron Mask. I'm I'm with it, man. I like it. Uh, good, Dave. Uh, my number one, I already tabled. It's uh, Django Unchained, um, and I'm, I'm pretty sure this is the one that Daniel you were yes. talking about earlier. The exact uh, one. He has a not so big role in this movie, uh, comparatively speaking. I mean, he he's he's got a starring role in, in every other one. Uh, this is definitely Jamie Foxx's movie. However, he steals the show in every single scene that he's in. Uh, I I mean, this is, in my opinion, the best performance of his career. Um, I I don't know that there uh, will ever be another quite like this for him. Um, I mean, and I I don't even see, and he has played bad guys in the past. And yet this for me, I mean, it's just, it's, it's a different level of evil. It's diabolical and he's so good. Uh, I mean, the, the scene where, you know, he smears the blood on Kerry Washington is, is just one, his one of his actual those, blood, the real, blood yeah, his actual his blood. And he I mean, actually like just kept fucking rolling. was that's the Marlon Brando shit, man. Yes, that's some yes. fucking 
But good it's, morning, Brando. Not yes, yes, uh, not, not 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 Dr. Moreau, Moreau, Brando. Not no. Dr. Moreau, uh, morning, Brando. <laughs> uh, that's that's like like real real method acting there. You know, like he was so in the moment. Like that that was Calvin Candy. That yeah. was not DiCaprio making a choice and saying, "Yeah, you know, like uh, I'm bleeding right now, so maybe I should do this." Like that was Calvin He's Candy there. saying, "I yeah. yeah, like I just." cut my head you want to see this field like oh fuck it was so so good um i mean and 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 the movie is just so fucking badass you know um so it's it's not like like it's it's a great performance from him and the movie's just kind of okay um i i think that this i i've rewatched this movie multiple times you know and and each time i love it more and more and i keep picking up on on little things there christoph waltz is fucking incredible in this movie uh, in the same like the same like 15 minutes of the movie man when christoph waltz like turns around and shoots him like that like he's just yeah christoph waltz isn't there man like that's the character he's just that fuck me that movie's good uh, yeah fucking musketeers comes back around right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> full circle moment full circle moment We're talking about musketeers uh yeah i i'm with I, it was my number two i love uh the django uh, i thought it was a phenomenal movie um i i it's so weird because another topic that we threw out um, for for future episodes is supporting actors that steal the show, and oh, whether this would probably it, be my number one. Yeah, w- whether we did this, to- whether we did yeah. the Leo Leonardo DiCaprio topic, or 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 at one point we'll do that uh, that topic too. But this uh, Django's going to be up there. Uh, yeah. He steals the fucking show. Uh, and and that's nothing against Jamie Foxx and his baby arm that's coming up out of his fucking legs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Guy looks like he has a <laughs> fucking baby arm holding an apple. Um, uh, God bless Katie Holmes. Uh, and then, uh, you know, like Christoph Waltz is another supporting actor who stole the show in this very movie. But with yeah. that's to say that Leo's in this fucking yeah he's he's, he's balling out i think uh, it's one iconic, of his best performances yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I agree. And it's it's not like it's a minor role either. I mean, he no, is no. the antagonist. Yeah. It's just it's it's, it's definitely like saying not Darth Vader's beautiful. a fucking like co-star. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like. Exactly. No, I mean it's uh, and and Vader is the star of of Empire Strikes Back, even though it's in the first Skywalker's yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, you know, so uh, I I I kind of that's that's how I feel about this. You know, and- it isn't it isn't his movie, but it is. Dude, and I can't, I can't disagree with you at all. Like I said, it was just in an effort to narrow this list down. That was oh, the, the, the one thing that I, the one reason I was like, well, eh, it's not really like his movie. Let me write off get Calvin Candy. It just, just made it easier for me to yeah. make, to, to make my picks, uh, because you're right. He's absolutely phenomenal in that role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. He's fantastic. I, there's no, I mean, it is what it is. He's fat. He's fucking Leonardo DiCaprio. Like it's one of those things. Like I feel like doing his mountain is like every every role that we mentioned could he could have earned an Oscar, and I don't think anybody would have batted an eyelash. Like about right. any yeah. one of these movies, like nobody would have been like, "What the? F- he won? Yeah, for Django? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He fucking right. Yeah. Of course he did. Oh, really? He fucking won for like oh, it's because he smeared blood. Which by the way, can't do that now with COVID. 
if you would fucking smear blood on another actor's fucking like real blood on another actor's face, that would be a cause for shutting the whole situation down. Yeah. Like there's gonna be a shutdown for two weeks. It's like, did you just put real blood on somebody's other on somebody else's face? Are you out of your fucking mind? But you know, this was fucking the crazy times of 2011. Um, <laughs> Back in I don't even day. know what year it came out. I'm just guessing it around 2011. Um, That's all right. So Jaguar and Chain, right. uh, the Bono. What did you? What do you got? Uh, my number one, the movie I've seen of his the most, uh, the most captivated I've ever been by Leonardo DiCaprio in a role uh, as Jordan Belfort in The Wolf of Wall Street. Sure. Um, I was this movie as a whole i mean just you going back you know it was our fourth scorsese film right that's that, that we've talked about but just i mean going into this movie i didn't know anything about the real life person jordan belfort when i went into the aviator i knew about howard hughes when i watched j edgar i knew about j edgar hoover i didn't know anything about jordan belfort like that that whole like wall street life is just something that's so far and away from anything i ever imagined myself in or could picture myself in that it was I, I i knew nothing about this and i was enthralled and i have seen this movie so many times my wife and i saw this in theaters like the weekend it came out we bought it on blu-ray as soon as it came out um we we and we would just we would just watch it like every weekend we would as like kids are in bed hey, let's watch wolf of wall street and have a couple drinks and i mean it's just he's so good as as again as the he's the protagonist antagonist, right? Like he's his own worst enemy. He's the antihero. I mean, that's, yeah, you know, he's the venom of this movie. (laughs) Yeah. Like he's, (laughs) it's, it's his movie and he's, he's a bad guy. And then like a really bad, bad guy, but like so good at being a bad guy. And like, and he's just, he's so incredible at all the things he does. And man, that that's, and for me, so much of it, every time I watch it, the, the scene that gives me chill bumps, man, like, when he's like when he's giving his resignation and uh and then and then just that that switch flips he's like you know what i'm not fucking leaving yeah and like and and all and everybody's going nuts and and he's banging the microphone into his head and everything like that like it's just it's it's so so good and it's such a fun ride from beginning to end from you know just like this guy who starts off in Wall Street right before a major crash and then has to build himself back up from nothing. From uh, penny stocks. Yeah. Surround, you know, surround, they surround him with, uh, with a bunch of, you know, de- decent actors and they, they all do their jobs well. And decent he, actors. What do you, you have fucking Shane. Shane, what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just throwing around the, the word decent. Are you kidding me? Fucking this is Jonah Hill come like, Jonah Hill's at his yes, no, 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 jo- Jonah Hill was absolutely incredible in this. But going into this, going into this movie, Jonah Hill was just like, oh, it's, it's a kid from Super Bad, right? Like right. I mean, like looking back on it now, yeah, you go, Jonah Hill was incredible in this. But when I walked into it, it was like, really? Jonah Hill? Mm. Like, I don't even remember this before or after Moneyball, but uh it was just like, I don't know. It was Jonah's third skinny so i think it was <laughs> <laughs> that's how, that's how the timeline of jonah hill was like was it his second skinny or no it was his fourth fat so it must have been after money okay but i mean it's just it's 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 a wild ass ride i mean and just from from beginning to end you you see you see the rise the fall and then and then it ends with what looks like it could be another rise right and you're you're stuck at the end wondering like 
shit, like, am I rooting for this guy to, to do this again? Like after, for everything that he did, then again, you know, wall street crime, right? Like we were talking about, you know, we said earlier, like, this is America, sir. The bad guys are often, you know, like the, the top money. people, Fuck right? Yeah. yeah. Poor people. Yeah, exactly. So oh, he froze. I'm back. Oh, no, oh, no. It's the boner. Am I the only one or did it? Okay. No, no. He there he is. All right, you froze. froze. Yeah, no, you. Yeah, you guys all froze for me, so I figured it was on me. But it's just, <laughs> it's you know, it, it's it's I I I guess in a way this is you know it's almost like a guilty pleasure for me as somebody who is like staunchly anti-capitalist, like uh, to 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 watch this movie and kind of find myself rooting for this guy that just works loopholes in the system and then just outright outright breaks the law a lot of times and i still kind of find myself rooting for him so that's it, a lot how do you fit all of that into your porn hub search bar that's oh just man it's a so lot much. <laughs> just keywords bro just keywords keywords <laughs> anti-capitalist bear rape it's just very very specific keywords. um i also have this as my number one uh it's a phenomenal move from uh front to end um very long but very much necessary like i i often look back at long movies and go where would i have cut if i was a, a filmmaker b fucking an editor mm-hmm. like you know what i mean like i'm not talented at all in any of these areas but i was just i, I always ask myself uh and I, that part to me is is um that movie is, is perfect to me uh yeah. it, it's one of those things where um I can't even, I, I wouldn't even know where to cut. I wouldn't even know why to cut anything. Uh, I will say this, though. I was rooting for Jordan Belfort all the way till he fucked over when he when he put his kids' lives in danger in that car. Yeah. And well, at that, that point, that, that point that I was rooting for him. I knew he was a bad guy. I love the fact that they didn't hide it. They weren't trying to make it seem, they weren't painting him with rose-colored glasses. They were flat out saying like, is this legal? Absolutely fucking not. Like, that's another thing. That talk, the fourth wall breaking, that to me, I thought was genius. It's, it's, it's Marty Scorsese doing voiceover like he's done in every other movie, except it's not doing voiceover. It's literally talking to the audience. And I thought it was fantastically done. But, his, I mean, that cross he should have won the oscar for that fucking cross scene alone yes the, 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 scene the physical the, comedy of that yes. shit oh. it's fucking brilliant where he thought he was moving at one speed but his like it's it wasn't like that he's like oh i handled it pretty well and he's like <laughs> like no you did not handle it very well um that to me was was a brilliant um so yeah th- uh, this 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 movie marked the first time when i was actively upset that he didn't win like when when he didn't win the oscar for wolf of wall street that was the first time i was like ah this is dog shit like i'm i'm so i'm actually mad now and i usually just don't care anything about the oscars but i was so into that movie when he didn't win for that one that was the one where i was like oh you gotta be fucking kidding me i i gotta be honest with you this is when i this is before i knew that the oscars were actually political like i know people say that but i always took that that saying like People say shit like, oh, there's aliens in Roswell. And you go, okay, I'm not saying there's not, but I don't really, uh, you got to show me some kind of evidence, some kind of proof to that shit. Uh, with that said, uh, enough, I've seen enough um, information come out about the Oscars literally being political. That I'm just like, oh. But before that, this happened and he didn't win for Wolf of Wall Street. And I'm with you. I was like, oh, fuck you. I was like mad. I was like visibly mad. But I was mad. At, I was mad at a lot of shit. I was mad at a lot of things. I was mad that he didn't win for Aviator. I was mad he, about that. I was about to say he got nominated for fucking Blood Diamond too. They they nominated him for that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <Blood Diamond. laughs> 
Um, yeah, man. Uh, so hold on, give me a second. I gotta fuck these, these comments are coming out of the fucking woodwork, man. You see, we keep talking about porn, and this is what happens, guys. Yeah, he, lost real he lost to McConaughey in Dallas Buyers Club that year. Yeah, which eh, fine, I get it. Right, he was he was in Dallas, it, he was more tortured in Dallas Buyers Club, but man, yeah. so, I'm looking at like the Wikipedia list, right, of just all his nominations and wins, and like the nomination to win ratio is insane, mm. like. I mean, yeah, it's like Sally it's Fields. A, like it's like it's like fifteen <laughs> to one. Yeah, he's just been nominated, nominated. He's just got to be like, sure, I'll go to another fucking dinner. Okay. <laughs> Put on my How goddamn loser suit. How much do I have to fucking to donate to this fucking arts of motion picture sciences to get a fucking Oscar? Jesus, it's it's, it's uh, two hundred and fifty-two nominations to one hundred and one wins, which like not bad, but. <laughs> But like, God, it's just like 151 times that he's been like, eh. <laughs> yeah, somebody else got that BAFTA. Sorry you didn't like me being a fucking a guy who flew a big plane. God, yeah. <laughs> I tried really hard. I was in college when that movie came out, when Aviator came out, and I fucking did my report on Howard Hughes, on uh, Howard Hughes and the Aviator, and I fucking put that clip of this, like I found the clip of the Spruce Goose actually flying, and I used that. But it was. All my information, my research was watching the aviator. <laughs> that was my research. What What did you um, use as your like sources at the end of the paper? Well, no, it wasn't an actual paper. It was an oral presentation. It was a communication. Oh, gotcha. It was a communications course. So it was just like, and that's. I mean, come on, guys, that's right on my fucking alley. Like, how well can you bullshit on? Like, how much you're gonna get up in front of a, you're gonna get up in front of the class and you're gonna talk? And it was one of those like argumentatives like to try to convince somebody of something or fucking or try mm-hmm. to convince somebody to not do something or do something and it was like and i was like okay one of my other speeches was about how um uh, comedy is a real art form like that was actually a fucking thing where i had and then i went on minutes before i went in front of the class i looked up how many improv comedy clubs there were in the country uh so yeah it's all well, <laughs> <just like, laughs> how well can you bullshit and i'm like i got this guys i've watched the aviator so the spruce <laughs> goose. <laughs> then, then he put the tissue boxes on his feet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, we got a comment before we get out of here. We got a comment before we decide the final mountain. Andrew Chacon, uh saying that his list would be Wolf of Wall Street, uh, Django, um, and that the best part of the Titanic was the dude hitting the propeller on the way down. With the Wilhelm uh, I will say, oh, Hell yeah. I will say that uh, if one of the Second comments that part. I... One it's got a whole ass titty in that movie, and you're yeah. Like, <laughs> I was gonna say the best part. <laughs> titty number one is the first part. Titty number two is the second part, and then, the, and then no. But I when when you watch uh, this chick Kate Winslet swing that fucking axe, she closes her eyes, which I find <laughs> fucking hilarious. If you freeze it and do shot by frame by frame, you see her close her eyes as she's swinging, and obviously it's not a real fucking axe, but I just think it's funny that the characters. Closing her fucking eyes, swinging. I'm like, you, you're about to cut this dude's arm off, dude. Not the look on his, anyways, he's about to drown in an hour anyway. Who gives the, a fuck? The, the look on his face, like when he goes from shock to like, oh, I've got to now pretend that I believed in her the whole time. Like that, that always gets me. He's like amazed. He's like, I knew you could do it, Rose. I'm like, shut that fuck up. We all saw your face. <laughs> hilarious um all right uh so the final uh so the number ones i'm sorry um are uh men in the iron mask django and wolf of wall street times two so the repeats are django and wolf of wall street am i correct mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. is there anything yeah. else i got that got uh tabled 
I don't no, think right? so. I think that's it. All right. So Wolf of Wall Street and Django are in there. Uh, I uh, this is really one of those topics where anything you say, I'm up for it. Uh, I don't care what it is. It's it's uh, really really good. Obviously, the only one that I have not seen is uh, I didn't finish Great Gatsby and I didn't see Shutter Island. Um, and as long as you don't put Quick and the Dead, I'm fine with anything else. You have put <laughs> yeah, I didn't final. expect that would make it. I just wanted to talk about Gene Hackman shooting his son. Oh, <laughs> man. that should have been his last movie instead of fucking uh, Moose Moosehead or whatever the fuck it was, uh, Mayor of Moose Town. Um, uh, well, I, I, I know you and uh, and De Boner are not huge fans of it, but I, I'd like to put Once Upon a Time in uh, in Hollywood oh, for. I I, I I don't dislike that movie at all whatsoever. I, there, there's a there's a very big difference between not seeing the masterpiece that everybody else sees and not acknowledging that it's a very good movie. I, I acknowledge it as a very good movie. Uh, I have no problems in putting that movie up there. Um, and his, I mean, his, his, he, he was the part of the movie that was best for me. I would not be upset for that one to make it uh, because he was the reason that I hung in there. Plus like the little like blooper reel during the credits. <laughs> uh, like, I mean, yeah. Is that going to be what he's fucking goes down in history for though? Is that going to be like I think Django and Wolf of Wall Street? I haven't seen Wolf of Wall Street, and I think those two are up there. Uh, really like, good. Yeah, uh, dude, Alex, it's fight anyone the movie, with a sword in the, the movie. movie. The movie opens up with him snorting cocaine off a hooker's ass. Is she holding a sword? <laughs> <laughs> no, but he blows the coke into her ass. So that's yeah. pretty good too. Oh yeah, that's my friend. <laughs> that's my friend Samantha. Is the said said hooker? It plays the. I do know that. Really? Is that real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I you were just making yeah. a joke. I'm like, oh, that's funny. No, no, no. I, you didn't no, know, like, I, oh, I used to do children's theater with that hooker. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's hilarious. Oh, oh man, did she make a big deal about it? Like, hey, I'm in the fucking new Morris oh, movie. That's awesome. I wonder if she got invited to the premiere. She invited her dad. Come on, dad, you got to see me. This is. I don't think she invited her dad. uh, (laughs) She was around, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'm with it, man. Anything else? What do you guys want to put, man? Uh, I I would throw Romeo and Juliet up there, just like for like down in history. Nobody, nobody brought Titanic, did we? So like, like we did bring like we did. So the the picks that we have left are Quick and the Dead, Great Gatsby, Romeo plus Juliet. J. Edgar, Gangs of New York, which is a pretty big one, in my opinion. Yeah, but not an uh, iconic Leo, I don't think. I just depart- happened to departed, have seen The Departed, uh, Shutter Island, Catch Me If You Can, which is also pretty iconic for Leo. Inception, pretty big for Leo. Mm. And uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which we've already, I've already put on there. So uh, we're, we're just missing one. So I, I, I mean, I know it's my pick, so I'm, I'm sitting here, you know, it, uh, filibustering for it but uh, romeo and juliet man that's one that everybody is always going to go back to I, and, yeah. and think about uh, that's that yeah, but one david, david goes back and thinks about it how bad it was so <laughs> while your he, statement is not wrong but he, he remembers it, it. I, <laughs> he's talking about it here's here's the thing i um i do think it's an iconic role uh and the and the film itself is iconic. Oh, romeo romeo is an iconic role <laughs> His, his his version of Romeo specifically. I mean, obviously, you know, Romeo is a big deal and the plays I think, a big I think deal. Did it better. <laughs> uh, uh, so e- even even though I, I I 
I actually kind of hate him in that movie. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't disagree that it, it should be on a mountain for that reason. I mean, it's I mean, fucking iconic. Yeah, I'm all right with put it. I think the departed should go on there, but that's my pick. I'm not. I, I'm not I agree. I would if if there's a vote, I go departed over. You want to go coin flip? Two. We could go coin flip. All right. Hold on, hold on. We yeah, because we're we're, we're we're two and two as, on that. As somebody so. without skin in the game, this is the thing to me. Just as an outside observer, Departed, Inception, are these are ensemble films, as opposed to, you know, he's there. He's with the big crew. But again, um, zero dogs no. in this game. My dogs are outside <laughs> playing with guns and swords. <laughs> uh, not in, pro- not worried about law enforcement. The progression of your list. All right, heads like, or tails? Uh, heads or tails? Tails. Uh, okay. Tails. Tails. So head is departed. Tails is uh, Romeo. All right. All right. There tails you go. It is. Uh, all right, we flipped it. We got it. Tails. So, uh, Romeo, uh, Rome, Rome, am I saying that correctly? Romeo and Juliet. Romeo. Uh, so Romeo hard. and Juliet is our number. I, I, I'm okay. You know why I'm okay with this? Because it will, it will get, um, Missy from yelling at me. Uh, so <laughs> I got Romeo, you, Missy. Yeah, Romeo and Juliet. So our final mountain is Django. Uh, Un- Unchained, Wolf of Wall Street, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Romeo plus Juliet, and uh, not a bad list. Again, man, you can't go wrong with this list, man. This is—he's a fantastic actor. Uh, all praise to him. Uh, thank you guys for checking us out. Make sure you check out the other podcasts on the Geek Bro Network, including but not limited to. Uh, better let me tell you, Shiver, uh, the movie, the horror movie podcast that the Bone and Dave do, uh, Cramacopia, uh, the the real crime podcast that uh, our our co our other co-hosts. Uh, Jeff and Q do um, the What's Up Bro podcast, the Kick Flicks, which me, Jeff, and Mike do. And what else am I missing? Comedy See, right? Fitness. Comedy Fitness uh, and uh, and uh, Child, like, Child Like a Best with, uh, with Mike Valdez. Uh, so make sure you guys check that out. Also, check out the Missing Sock Network. Where Alex does a bunch of different podcasts. He does he does a D and D podcast. Am I correct, Alex? Yeah, the, we we have a D and D podcast that I'm That's sometimes right. on called The Floor Is Dungeon. It's a a different weird pop culture mashup one shot every month. Uh, you can listen to our Marvel podcast, the MCU, which is Mike contextualizes the universe. That's so Mike Mercadal, also of the fucking yeah. If you want to hear me scream, ha, ha, lots of explosions in those movies, friends, <laughs> lots of sorts. <laughs> And uh, and then uh, you could also listen to Mystical Zanya, where we read Garfield comics like tarot cards or Child's Play, <laughs> where uh, my friend and I are listening to the entire Kids Bop discography. We started at one, we we're on thirty three, and I'm losing my fucking mind. <laughs> um, we also we also record and bring re- re- refurbished, refixed versions of songs to things. So yeah. Plenty of plenty of shit. If you've listened to all of the Geek Bro podcasts, come over. Missing Socks got more. Missing Socks is fantastic, man. It has great stuff. Uh, his uh, um, his uh, social media handle is at R, the letter R, Alex Murray M U R R A Y. So make sure you check him out. Uh, Alex, thank you, man. Appreciate you very Thanks much. Thanks for having uh, me. This is always man, a blast. I, it's, I fucking had a great time. I had a great time with you last time. This is a great time. I hope we continue this going. Uh, make sure you check out all the podcasts on Missing Sock and at geekbro.net. Uh, thank you very much, you guys. That's how uh, lists are made. <laughs>